Hi. Hi. Welcome to Ghoul Gals. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Julie. Today we're talking about uh, two countries. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm doing Kenya. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing Chile. Ooh, Chile. Have you seen... <laughs> Do you know what Chile looks like? Like the shape of... Yeah. No. It uh, is surprising. Because it's, it's just a long strip of country down the west coast of South America. What? Hold on, let me pull up. So it's just like, a, it's like the coast? It's the most narrow <laughs> country I've ever seen in my life. What? It's just like a strip of Is land. Is it like California? Thinner. It's what? thinner than California. Hold on. <laughs> it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Okay, look at get ready for this shit. Look at this fucking country. What? It's so long and so narrow. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Who drew these borders? I don't. How could like? What if you lived like in the farthest north, and then you were like, oh yeah, you have a friend down there. Yeah, all the way down there. Uh, Take you years to to drive there. Yeah, walk there. (laughs) To swim the ocean there. Um, yeah i i must have been thinking you know because i thought i knew that it was large Mm because like it has like six different climates in it (laughs) because it's so fucking long yeah but i thought that it was like like large like or shaped like a normal country yeah but uh it's not (laughs) it it blew my mind (laughs) I can't believe it. I love I it. I have a friend who lives in Chile, and I had no idea that <laughs> it looks like that. So um, that made me feel bad. <laughs> I feel like geography is like the last thing that kids in the U.S. are taught. It is. Um, although, do you remember in sixth grade when we had the geography quiz, the, or geography B? Do you remember that? Yeah. I was very good at it, and I was um, supposed to be in it, like competing in it, mm-hmm. and I was sick, so I missed it. No. And that oh. was when I was um, uh, smart and, <laughs> and very the good old days. And very proud of how smart I was, uh, not ashamed of it. <laughs> so um, that, was, that really sucked for me. Oh, no. What a bummer. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Anyway, um, so my country is Chile, and I am talking today about the Brujo de Chiloé. Ooh. Yeah. Brujo means warlock. <gasps> what? Which is exciting. Um, okay, so I'm just going to read directly from this website. What is this? Mysteriousuniverse.org. Ooh, love it. Mm-hmm. Just off the coast of the South American country of Chile. <laughs> in the Los Lagos region of the southern end of the country, which is at the tippy, tippy bottom of, <laughs> of uh, the continent of South America. That was great. I like that. <laughs> so there's this place called Chiloé Archipelago. Oh. The name Chiloé Archipelago means um, place of seagulls, which sounds awful, Um, in the native Wiliche language. Mm. 
and the largest of which is called Chiloé Island. It's a rugged land surrounded by treacherous seas mm. and seagulls uh, <laughs> that was long considered a cursed place by the ancient Incas, Ooh. who believed it to be a source of evil and a land prowled by demons, spirits, and monsters. Monsters? Mm -hmm. In the 16th century, this reputation for dark forces made it a perfect place for pirates <gasps> to hide out away from prying eyes. Nice. <laughs> because it was still a place that most people avoided, and it still largely is. Mm. It is a land that has long been known as an island lair of warlocks, witchcraft, and black magic. Sounds great. I know. <laughs> so there's like probably buried treasure. Oh, for sure. There's witches everywhere. Mm -hmm. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, black magic. Ooh, great S vacation spot. Seagulls. Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> the sky is dark with seagulls. That's why no one wanted to go there because it's full of seagulls. <laughs> oh god. Um, and it's still known for that all that stuff today. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Even when the Chiloé Islands were incorporated into Chile uh, in the 1800s, this place retained its mystique, a sparsely populated land of dense jungle, mm. perpetually shrouded in mist. <gasps> what? That was long believed to be inhabited by powerful sorcerers and evil creatures. That sounds so cool. Doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds so cool. Yeah. Can we go there? <laughs> Yeah. No? I mean, probably. Tomorrow? No, no I don't Please? have a passport. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or any money. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> um, <laughs> the people of Chile knew them as the Brujo de Chiloé, or Brujo Chilote, meaning the warlocks of Chiloé. Brujo means warlocks, obviously. Got I don't it. know why that was in there. Uh, <laughs> with the, the benevolent practitioners of witchcraft called the Machis and the evil warlocks known as the Calcus. Ooh, Calcus. Yeah. I'm so sorry if I'm not saying any of these words. Uh, they were both famed and feared across the land, with the Machis said to be capable of curing any disease, and the Calcus... Uh, conversely, possessing the ability to wreak great misery, havoc, and strife through their potent black magic. These warlocks were said to travel about in a great ghost ship called the Calueche, which could appear and disappear at will, yes. travel underwater, and had a crew of ground sailors. Yes, this is the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean. I know, I was just thinking that. I was like, I've seen that before. That's Davy Jones' ship. <laughs> That's Davy Jones's ship. God, that was hard. And it's a shit. That was, that was hard to say. Uh, the warlocks of the island were said to carry with them all manner of magical items to aid them in their nefarious activities. Ooh. One was a magical waistcoat called a McCune, which was fashioned from the skin of the dead Ooh. and allowed the brujo to fly, and which could also give off a luminescence in order to see at night. So it's what? a waistcoat made of dead skin. It's a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> human skin waistcoat. Waist yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so imagine seeing that flying around. <laughs> <laughs> around their heads, they were said to wear small, live lizards <gasps> strapped up against the skin oh. with a bandana, <laughs> which supposedly gave them access to great stores of knowledge. <laughs> 
As well as the ability to transform into various animals. What? And also to open any lock and to read minds. What? So they were. Why are they all, it's all over the place? Everything you could possibly want <laughs> from one tiny living lizard. You just lizard. have to wear small live lizards. <laughs> and you can do whatever. Oh, oh my, my god, it's so funny. Um, many were additionally in possession of magical stones mm. that supposedly had the power to cast powerful curses. Ooh. This arsenal of magical items, as well as a myriad of other arcane artifacts and their vast knowledge of magic, made the Brujos nearly invincible, and deaths, disease, famine, disasters, and pretty much any other calamity was more often than not said to be their doing. Of course. Blame the uh the ghosts. Blame pirates. the witches. And <laughs> <laughs> their dark magic and their <laughs> powerful lizards. <laughs> oh wizards with lizards. Oh, this is cute. Precious. Aww. Wizards with lizards. While they were well-known and greatly feared by the islanders and other Chileans, these warlocks were often encountered by outsiders as well. One notable instance of this was when the Spanish naval officer and cartographer, Jose Manuel de Moraleda y Montero, mm. came through Chiloé Island in the early 18th century and witnessed firsthand the power of the warlocks, and indeed... He was largely thought by the natives to have been a powerful sorcerer himself. Ooh, wizard fight! (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, ouch. It is his accounts that were largely responsible for bringing this local legend to the outside world, and which brought more people in to investigate this land. Further expeditions to the island learned more about the mysterious warlocks, such as that they called themselves... La Recta Provincia, the Righteous Province. That they ate the flesh of children. (gasps) Of course. Stole the skins of the dead. And attacked with a horrific spell known as Sahaduras, which was basically slashing and cutting an enemy with magic from afar. (gasps) They also were said to demand tributes from the... Oh, I'm sorry. God damn it, I can't read. (laughs) They also... They also were said to demand tributes from the scared populace, and they were accused of bringing down misfortune and death upon those who refused to pay. Mm -hmm. This all attracted the attention of the government. (laughs) (laughs) And while they did not accept that witchcraft was real, it was thought that there was a good amount of racketeering and even murder (gasps) happening in the Chiloé Islands unchecked. Oh, no. And so began rounding up known warlocks to be brought to trial in 1880. (laughs) I know you're a warlock. Come with me. Oh, my gosh. Mm. (laughs) The ensuing trial would bring much of the known information about the warlock's terrifying world to public attention, and there was quite a lot of bizarre testimony to be had during the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the most dramatic and outlandish of this testimony was that given by accused brujo Mateo Konukar, who gave a mesmerizing account of monsters, murders, and magic. The three M's. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite three M's. 
According to Matteo, the Brujos started as initiates, after which they were expected to prove their worth before becoming a full warlock. So oh, it's gosh. like um, amazing. Is, yeah, it's a, or like a gang yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Huh. These initiations could be a variety of tests and tasks, ranging from staying in freezing water for 15 days. Days? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say minutes. I thought I was going to read minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and this was to wash away their baptism. Oh. All the way up to killing someone dear to them, and finally pledging allegiance to the devil Ooh. while running around the island naked. Oh, well, I mean, that one makes sense. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> When they were ready, they were asked to fashion their own mekyon, waistcoat, uh, and a spell book from the skin of either a dead virgin, another dead sorcerer, or a loved one. What? <laughs> Which they would use from then on. The whole thing finally celebrated by a feast featuring the flesh of babies. Of course. <laughs> God. I can just I can just picture the person like setting up the party <laughs> and they're like, all right, candles check. Mm-hmm. Music check. Mm-hmm. Dead babies. Where are the dead babies? <laughs> Who was supposed to order the babies? <laughs> oh Konya Carr went on to describe how the clan of warlocks was based within an enormous cavern system underground lit with torches fashioned from human fat and inhabited by two supernatural monsters. Nice. Who were tasked with guarding what lies within. Yes. One of these beasts was a goat-like abomination. (laughs) That is so rude. If this goat monster read this, he'd be pissed. I didn't write it. If you're listening, we don't believe it. If you're listening, goat man. <laughs> you're not an abomination. <laughs> oh, no. The goat-like abomination <laughs> called the Chivato, while the other was a pig-like creature with a scorpion's tail called the Invenche. He explained that the Invenche had originally been a human baby. Twisted, deformed, and warped through black magic and arcane rituals. Oh my gosh. And he described in grisly detail how to go about creating one. No. Which I'm going to read for you right now. <laughs> yes. Grisly detail. Gimme. Gimme. <laughs> when the sect needs a new invenche, the Council of the Cave orders a member to steal a boy child from six months to a year old. Mm-hmm. The deformer, there's a, all of these like uh, sect, council of the cave, and the deformer, they're all capitalized. Nice. So, <laughs> which is excellent. <laughs> the deformer, a permanent resident of the cave, starts work at once. Oh boy. He, he disjoints the arms and legs and the hands and feet. <sighs> Then begins the delicate task of altering the position of the head. What? Yeah. Day after day and for hours at a stretch, he twists the head with a tourniquet until it has rotated through an angle of 100 
and 80 degrees. No, backwards head. Mm-hmm. No. That is until the child can look straight down the line of its own vertebrae. Ew. Yeah. Well, this is messed up. It's. I said it was grizzly. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> this is so much worse Just um, than I thought. Just it's just imagine it being a doll. Ugh, Does that make that's it worse? worse. <laughs> <laughs> there remains one last operation for which another specialist is needed. At full moon, the child is laid on a workbench, lashed down with its head covered in a bag. The specialist cuts a deep incision under the right shoulder blade. Into the hole, he inserts. Oh God. Oh no. No, I don't want to hear it. You, <laughs> you gotta, can't even see it. You gotta. It. There's only two sentences left. <laughs> Into the hole, he inserts the right arm and sews up the wound with thread taken from the neck of a U. What? When it has healed, the invenche is complete. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why would they do that? Why not? <laughs> they need an inventory. Oh, man. What do these things do? For a the pink-like longest... creature with a scorpion's tail? <laughs> man, for a while I was thinking these guys weren't that bad. Like, they were kind of fun, but... They're uh, up. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer interested. The um. So these are... This, the inventory and then the chivato are the two monsters that guard whatever is in the cave so that's why they're there so they're relying on a pig baby and a a goat man (laughs) this seems fucked up and it's not even they have to make the pig baby they can't even like it's not just there i know and how long until the pig baby is useful because it's still like a year old yeah how long till it's useless like how long does it live i know they're like, when we need a new one, yeah. like, ugh. <laughs> we have to find another what six happened month to old. It? <laughs> no. Jesus. Jeez. Oh. Louise. <laughs> so the next sentence starts with gruesome stuff indeed. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. Uh huh. <laughs> and Konukar insisted that these creatures were real and that he had seen them on several occasions. Mm. Throughout this, all the government, throughout this all, the government did not at all believe any of this magical nonsense. But they were certain that there was definitely criminal a- criminal activity going on here, <laughs> and it was enough for them to crack down hard on these brujos. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I didn't write this. <laughs> In the end, 12 supposed members of this society of magicians were found guilty of various criminal of- offenses and sent to languish in prison, but considering the lack of any evidence at all of these dealings outside of witness testimony and rumors, most of these sentences were appealed. Nice. Wait, no. <laughs> well, if you don't have any evidence, then maybe you can't just yeah. go on someone's word because then it's a then it's a witch hunt again. Oh my gosh, it's a literal <laughs> witch hunt. Yes. Yes. It's a warlock hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, in the minds of many, the iron fist of the warlocks was seen to have been loosened. Loosened, perhaps, but not entirely wiped out. <laughs> God. Whether any of this cult's activities 
ever really happened as described or whether the Brujo de Chiloé were ever really capable of magic or not, their legacy remains on the island to this day, where belief in Brujos and black magic is as strong as ever, <gasps> somehow. Ooh. <laughs> For the people living here, the, uh, the sorcerers and their vile creatures are just as real as ever, and their folklore and beliefs are heavily saturated with them. They live in fear of the Brujos, this dark part of the island's history still leaving an indelible stain upon the landscape. This is a place where demons, magic, and warlocks are still threats lurking within darkened forests, and where these mystical forces cast a pall of fear. It seems that whether the warlocks of Chiloé are gone forever or never existed at all, they are still here in a sense, and perhaps always will be, just as permeated by dark forces now as it was in the time of the Incas. Mm. That's the end. Oh man, that makes me really want to go there. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. See some seagulls? <sighs> Those are the worst birds. The worst birds. They're... I, I just ran through a list of birds in my head, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. None of them are worse yeah. than seagulls. Canada I mean, geese, though. I love geese. <laughs> I love geese. Okay, well, you're wrong. I No. They poop everywhere. <laughs> True. They honk at me. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I love them. Ever since I was working in the cemetery and hanging, like, if you go to a cemetery... In the early spring, mm-hmm. you'll see the geese and their little babies, oh, and it's so fucking cute. That's cute. And you'll fall in love with them. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got a... <laughs> when I was um, training for the cemetery, I got a video of these two packs of geese who were starting to fight each other. <gasps> Not like fight, fight, but like they were coming at each other. They were like snapping yes, at each other. that's exactly what happened. Wait, and I what? put the West Side Story music over it, and it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Um, yeah, so seagulls are the worst birds. <laughs> <laughs> and warlocks are scary. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, they were super gross. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about the um, the two monsters in the cave. And also mm-hmm. what's in the cave. Yeah, that they need to protect so much. Uh, it must be like buried treasure or something. Yeah, but what are they going to, they don't have, what are they going to do with it? <laughs> they don't have banks. <laughs> Or stocks. True. They can't invest in it. It's just sitting there. Hmm. So what do you do? <laughs> well, so today I have Kenya. I'm going to talk about the dingo neck. <laughs> Which is not just the neck of a dingo. Mm-hmm. The now dingo neck ate my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, wish. Oh, no, wait, that's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is uh, Africa. Right. So the Dinganek is said to be a walrus-like creature found in many parts of Africa. Oh. Uh, Kenya in particular. Okay. So, uh, ta-da, there you go. Okay. Said to dwell in mostly rivers and lakes, obviously. <laughs> a water creature. Mm-hmm. The Dinganek has been described as being approximately 12 feet in length. Oh, shit. With a squarish head, uh, kind of like a, a lion, a lioness head, where it's kind oh. of square. Yeah. A long horn. Oh. Saber-like canines. Mm. Uh, which walrus. As, which as a result, yep. <laughs> <laughs> its nickname is the jungle walrus. <laughs> which 
Hello. <laughs> and then it has a tail complete with a bony, dart-like appendage, which is reputed to be able to secrete a deadly poison. Ew. So kind of like a scorpion tail, kind yeah. of like what you were talking about. Oh, like that baby, that six-month-old baby. <laughs> Yeah. Where did the tail come from, though? Like, they didn't mention that at all in, right? their, in their description. Because the arm... Yeah, the arm going look back like, oh, into, the, mm. into the shoulder. That wouldn't make a tail. No. That wouldn't make anything. It would just be... It would hinder. Yeah. It would do nothing. It would be super gross for no reason. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. Now back to it. <laughs> this creature is also said to be covered head to toe in a scaly mottled epidermis, which has been likened to the prehistoric looking uh, pangolin. Oh, I love those. Those are so cute. Yeah. Which are like, which is an Asian oh. anteater. The dingo neck is said to be exceedingly territorial and has been known to kill anything. Crocodiles, unwary fishermen who have had the misfortune of wandering too close to their nests, oh my even. God. So its tusks are over a meter long, oh. um, and it is so large, ferocious, and aggressive that even large bull hippos fall prey to it, which are, like, huge, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Speaking of hippos, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I got... Um, on my Google, you know, the Google app, how it has like little news stories that it thinks you'll be interested and you're never interested in. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) you found one that you're interested in. (laughs) One of them was talking about how there are, how Colombia in South America Mm -hmm. is being overrun by hippos. (gasps) What? Because fucking Pablo Escobar brought in four hippos oh my gosh to his zoo his oh, personal no. zoo and now there are over 80 hippos <laughs> in Colombia which is not where they live <laughs> oh, no. cuz what could kill a hippo nothing <laughs> right you need lions That's... they should set some lions free <laughs> that'll help and okay so when when uh, Pablo Escobar was killed Mm-hmm. And his, his his most of the animals went like to other zoos and you know back home or whatever. Mm-hmm. The hippos were too big. Oh my gosh! So they just left them there. <laughs> just set them free. Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? <laughs> so I was like watching videos of hippos <laughs> killing things, and they're so fucking scary. They're which huge. I already knew. They're so big and so. They can run up to like 19 miles an hour, what? which is too fast. That's faster than like a bike can go. That's faster than we can go. That's <laughs> <laughs> like way faster than we can go. No. Um, and they're also like, they can be up to like 17 feet long. Oh my god! Which is so fucking That's high. huge. And thousands of pounds. I can't remember the number. Oh but, my gosh. So I'm afraid of them now. <laughs> You should be. <laughs> I am. Um, apparently, you need. They need some dingo nets oh down God. there to, to, eat, contact, to eat them up. Contact the Colombian government and be like, the only thing that can get rid of a hippopotamus <laughs> is a dingo. Is a dingo neck. Yep. Mm. Gotta go for it. Oh man. Anyway, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. So it would presumably ambush hippos. Uh, sneaking up on them and then sinking its tusks into the thick skin of the hippo as if it were jelly. Disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, God, I'm so glad I don't have any weird large teeth. 
<laughs> you know, like, can you imagine if humans had, like, tusks? Yeah, oh. It'd be yeah, so well, disgusting. And it would be so hard to handle. Yeah, like, you'd have to brush each of them individually. Oh my gosh. And everyone would be able to see it. You couldn't, like, hide your teeth because no. they're just big, giant tusks. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, everyone would have them. It's not just, like, a freak thing that you, <laughs> True. That you have. I guess you'd get used to but, seeing tusks. But, but it's just, oh, God, I'm so glad we don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because then our diets would be different, too, because mm. we could eat different. Than... Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, no, thanks. People would kill each other all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine, like, making out with someone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hickey. Oh, the hickey. Oh, no. <laughs> you just died. That's yeah. just a vampire. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so big game hunter edgar beecher bronson um described a night chatting with his friend john alfred jordan in 1909 stupid names, both of them. <laughs> yes it's very true um after just disgusting boasting about taking down other large prey like a bongo <laughs> Which I love. Right, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like a jungle antelope. Um, they're Aww. beautiful. They're Aww. like striped, so they're like a like a like a rich uh, brown color, and then they have white stripes and like horns. Yeah, they're gorgeous. But anyway, um, so after taking down other large prey like a bongo and an okapi, which I love. What are? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know any of these animals. <laughs> so an okapi is is um, known as like a jungle uh, giraffe. It's the one where it's like brown, um, but then its legs are black and white striped. Oh, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, no, they're oh. they're really pretty. Yeah. I remember I saw one when I was I think I went like out west with my family and we went to like a zoo, of course, mm-hmm. and we saw an okapi and I was like. I thought these were extinct. <laughs> like, I remember specifically being like, wait, 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 wait. This is alive? Here? <laughs> just like my mind was blown. I was just, oh, good. But anyway, anyway. Uh, so after talking about those, Jordan claimed to have had an encounter with the dingo neck itself. Bullshit. I don't know. I already can tell. I'm like, mm, no, they're just trying to one-up each other. Because they're insecure. It's very true, but at the same time, I, I gotta tell you right now, I'm not convinced that these are fake. Well, I I no, think that this creature could be. Real. I'm not saying they're fake. I'm saying this asshole didn't see. <laughs> oh, okay, them. good. All right, yeah. yeah, okay, same. Yeah, all right. Well, he probably saw it, but uh, he did. Get ready, you get ready. You're, mm-hmm. You hear the story, and you're like, I hate I'm, you. I'm picturing Jimmy John. So <laughs> also, he speaks. It's from like what, 1909. <laughs> uh, he speaks in the most uh, English way possible, oh, and so there's a lot of things like he he yells out like rather. <laughs> so get ready. Okay, so here's uh, Bronson's description of Jordan's eyewitness account. So it's Jordan speaking, but it's from Bronson's book. Oh my god! All right, are you okay. ready? All right. Then there's that infernal horror of a reptilian bounder that comes up the Magori River out of the lake the Lumbwa have christened Dingoneck. And it's real prize money that beauty would fetch. Five or ten thousand quid at least. (laughs) (laughs) And and you bet I've got my Wanderobo and Lumbwa always on the lookout for one when the Magori is in flood. 
so get this ready. is so exhausting is so... to hear <laughs> it's exhausting like, i'm to like say. just say it just god get to it uh it's like this the whole time it's like a page and a half <laughs> oh of this. My get god. ready all right <laughs> ever see one did i rather Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Mattia, the boy there, and Masoni were with me. It was only about a year ago. Mattia vows he has seen two since. Can't tell whether he really saw them or dreamed he did. Like is not the latter, for I know Dinganek were trying to crawl into my blankets for weeks after we saw that bounder. So he was having oh, nightmares dreaming. about it. God. I know, right? Just oh, say what you Google mean. Google Translate. What does this mean? <laughs> okay. How was it? Mm. Well, we were on, on the march approaching the Magori, the river, mm. and I had stayed back with the porters and sheep and had sent the Lumbwa ahead to look for a drift we could cross. River was up and booming and chances poor. Presently, I heard the bush smashing and upraced my Lumbwa wide-eyed and gray with the yarn that they had seen a frightful strange beast in the river bank which at sight of them had plunged into the water as they described it some sort of cross between a sea serpent a leopard and a whale wow wow right <laughs> yikes huh. uh thinking they had gone crazy or were or were pulling my leg i told them i'd believe them if they could show me but not before <laughs> After a long argument among themselves, back they ventured, returning in half an hour to say that it lay full length exposed on the water in midstream. <laughs> Down to the Magori I hurried, and there their bounder lay. right Oh my god. I love this so much. <laughs> Holy saints, but what <laughs> I can't even say it. Holy saints, but he was a sight. <laughs> 14 or 15 feet long, head big as that of a lioness, but shaped and marked like a leopard, two long white fangs sticking down straight out of its upper jaw, back broad as a hippo, scaled like an armadillo, oh my God. but colored and marked like a leopard, and a broad fin tail with slow lazy swishes of which he was easily holding himself level in the swift current. Headed upstream. Jesus. <sighs> I know. Um, what did he say? Holy saints? Holy, yes. He was Holy a saints, saint? but he was a saint. <laughs> I love it. That's a really good one, too. <laughs> it gets better. There's another one. Uh, we'll get to it, but anyway, it's great. Um, so Hyde Baker, I don't know who this is. I'm guessing another, you know, English man who's yep. out there killing yeah. things. Sure. Uh, killed two in the Congo country, less than three years ago. Bullshit. <laughs> Where? Where is it? <laughs> and one or two Germans have taken them. That's all. Gad. Here it is. Here it is. Gad. But he was a hideous old haunter of a nightmare. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. It keeps going. I have, I have to say it all in one. Oh, okay. 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 Gad. But he was a hideous old haunter of a nightmare <laughs> was that beast fish. <laughs> that beast fish. God, I love it. <laughs> oh, I gotta, hold on, I'm gonna forget it. Hold on. Okay. Gad. Gad. But he, but was... he was a hideous old haunter of a nightmare. Old was that beast fish? Oh my god. 
<laughs> I love it so much. Okay. Um, and then it keeps going. I love it. That made you want an airplane to feel safe of him. <laughs> good okay for a while he lay upstream of me i had been brought down to the riverbank precisely where he had taken water and there all about me in the soft mud and loam were the imprints of feet wide of diameter as a hippo's but clawed like a reptile's feet you knew could carry him ashore (laughs) and claws you could be bally well sure no man could ever get loose from once they had nicked him. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh. Okay. Blast that blighter's fangs. <laughs> but they looked long enough to go clean through a man. Oh my god. He had not seen or heard me, and how long I stood and watched him, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, when I began to fear he would shift or turn and see me, I gave him a three o three hard nose behind his leopard ear, what? um, like a rifle, and then hell split for fair. <laughs> right, uh, straight up out of the water he sprang, straight as if standing on his blooming tail. <laughs> Must have jumped off it, I fancy. Oh my god! Me. Well, I never quit sprinting until I was atop of the bank and deep in the bush. Fancier burst of speed than any wounded bull elephant ever got out of me. My word for that. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a way to say everything. Okay. You should have done this one for pageantry. Oh, my God, right? (laughs) Fucking drama. God damn. I know. It keeps going. Um... (laughs) That was one time when my presence of mind didn't succeed in getting away with me from the starting post, and when, finally, it overtook me, Mm. I bunched nerve enough to stop and listen. The bush ahead of me was still smashing with flying lumboa, but all was silent astern. His legs? What were they like? Blessed if I know. (laughs) The same second that he stood up on his tail, I got too busy with my own legs to study his. (laughs) Gory wonder was that fellow. Oh my god. A 303 where placed should have killed anything, for he was less than 10 yards from me when I shot. But though we watched waters and shores over a range of several miles for two days, no sight did we get of him or his tracks. Ask Mattia, Masoni, or the lad there what they saw. I did so through my own interpreter, Salem. And got from each a voluble description of beast and incident differing in no essential details from Jordan's description. So this is back to Mm. what's his face saying. Right. Um, Moreover, (sighs) were it necessary, which I do not myself regard it, the (laughs) the strongest corroboration is obtainable of the existence in Victoria Nyanza of a reptile or serpent of huge size, untaken and unclassed. While in Uganda with ex-collector James Martin in November last, he told me it was a well-known fact that at intervals in the past, usually long intervals, a great water serpent or reptile was seen on or near the north shore of the lake, which was worshipped by the natives, who believed its coming a harbinger of heavy crops and large increase of their flocks and herds. So they worshipped this thing. Hmm. Again, in December, while dining in the senior deputy commissioner, C.W. C. <laughs> Hobley, 
um, at his residence in Nairobi. Now, the very night before starting on his safari, he told me that the Baganda, Wasaga, and Kavirando, uh, different tribes, of the north shore of the lake had from time immemorable sacrificed burnt offerings of cattle and sheep to a lake reptile of great size and terrible appearance they called uh, Luquara, which occasionally appeared along or near the shore. And since last coming of Luquara was just shortly before the first outbreak of the sleeping sickness, which God knows what that is, <laughs> uh, the natives firmly believe that the Muzungo have killed Laquata with the purpose and as the means of making them victims of the dread plague. So they think that that another tribe killed it mm. so that misfortune would come across. Got it. Um, of the existence in the lake of such an unclassed reptile, Mr. Hobley considered there was no question. Oh my god. So done with that. <laughs> Finally. Oh lord. Jeez Louise. God. It's like trying to read like a Shakespearean monologue. <laughs> Where you're like halfway through the sentence and you're like, did I say it? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I know all these words. (laughs) Yeah. And yet. (laughs) And yet, here I am. Uh, My mind is weighed down by (laughs) (laughs) So Edgar Beecher Bronson, who wrote that, Mm -hmm. uh, did exist and did go to Africa. Mm -hmm. But how much of the book is Tall Tales, no one actually knows. It's pretty well known that often books were written at that time to titillate the readership mm-hmm. uh, with tales of daring and, like, of these amazing creatures that they've seen because it's, you know, yeah. going back to people who would never be able to travel there right. um, just from the time period. Right. But, however, tribes around that area before and since have stories of this creature and continue to tell tales of it. Oh. Uh, many explorers also, into the late 20th century, uh, claim to have seen it. Hmm. And interestingly, at the Brackfontein Ridge in Western, uh, Western Cape in South Africa is a cave painting of an unknown creature that fits the description of the dingo neck, right down to its walrus-like tusks. Ooh. So the big question is, in all of this is, could the dingo neck have actually been real? Yes. Yes. <laughs> could it be a misidentification of a known creature uh, or an unknown creature still not identified? Ooh. Mm. I mean, that's the case with any cryptid. I know. Yeah. But, but I feel like this one, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we might never know. Uh, we won't. But we might know. Uh, probably not though Uh, (laughs) it was interesting because one website where I got a lot of my information Mm -hmm. uh, was from to contrive and jive which is a word wordpress uh, blog Um, and it's someone he like he talks about different cryptids and Mm -hmm. then he rates them on a scale of how likely he thinks they are (laughs) and so he gave it a 70 on my patented cryptidometer. Oh, my <laughs> putting God. it third on the list. Patented? Um, yeah, patented. actually patented. I'm sure not. Um, but the Beast of Exmoor is the top spot. Which who the hell is that? I know we didn't talk about it. I kind of looked it up a little bit, but it's interesting. Huh. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, there are people out there who really think that this creature is real today, which I is it. neat. Sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> There's so many areas of the world that are still um, just wild. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're, like, finding, like, thousands of new um, 
animals and bugs and living creatures every day. Mm-hmm. Who's to say there isn't a 12-foot-long <laughs> walrus armadillo monster? <laughs> <laughs> I love how many monsters, or how many monsters, how many animals it's comprised of. <laughs> right? It's like a leopard and a lion. A lion, a jaguar. Jaguar. A hippo, mm-hmm. an armadillo, mm-hmm. a walrus. A walrus. The a ta- scorpion. Tail of who knows. Of what? Well, yeah, <laughs> a long tail with a with a with poison a end. Yeah, with a fin. Yeah, yeah. everything about it is just and those so much. Claws. <laughs> These reptilian claws and huge feet. Yeah, like that's unusual to have <laughs> huge feet and then also claws. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And, like, it could be, like, a dragon of sorts, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, a large reptilian creature. Mm -hmm. No one knows. Could be a dinosaur. Still living dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Or at least was still living in the early 1900s. Who knows? Who knows? Can you imagine finding that that, um, cave painting? Oh, my gosh. Of that thing? Yeah. Be like, oh, my God, cave painting. (laughs) And they'd be like, oh, there's a hand and, like, an arrow and... The stick figure, and then oh my god, what the hell is that? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> That's what? <a> monster. <laughs> I know. I would love that. Yeah. That's the only cave painting I ever want to find. Ancient peoples. I wish that I could live, or like, not live. No. Like, pop, <laughs> pop back to a time for like a day or two and just kind of like see what it would be. You die like, immediately. I know. Immediately. <laughs> One mosquito bite, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, but like, oh, just to see what it would be like or you to would be kill- like. You would kill all of them off with your weird diseases. I would. I would sneeze on them. Yeah. And they'd all be dead. Yeah. But, like, uh, there's so many things Oh, yeah. Out there. I, know, I mean, uh. I know it's, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's cool. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's my Kenyan creature. That's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check out Instagram where we're going to have polls for our next episode theme. Just one poll. One poll. <laughs> One poll, two choices. <laughs> uh, so I guess this is where we say, see you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. Not, wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah, oh, no.